what's up everybody happy monday hope everybody had a great weekend um i had a pretty decent weekend didn't really do much but uh you know now the family has internet now we are uh you know settling into the house um you know just relaxing and enjoying uh you know texas as it's slowly going back to being under like a lockdown situation like we were in i don't know probably towards the end of april they open like the bars and you know places like that too soon so now cases are spiking here and uh now we're trying to react um i guess the state is um i got a text message last friday saying that they were uh shutting down the bars at 12 o'clock on friday and a friend of mine was saying yo so go to the liquor stores because the prices are going to go back up you know now that the bars are going to be closed um i think it was entirely too early to open up the bars anyway but um, the governor did it, so now they're they're closed again. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they start closing things, you know, other things again. Um, some of the, like, one of the military bases here that I still do, like, a little bit of shopping on, um, they've, you know, changed some stuff. There's just, like, a lot of, you know, changes that are, that are just happening. Um, but they're not really changes. They're just reverting back to the way they were, like, you know, end of April, early May, before the state of Texas opened up too soon. Um, like I said, cases have spiked even here in like the San Antonio area. Um, they're going back up. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, people are being safe. Um, you know, my family's supposed to be coming this weekend for the, the 4th of July. I talked to my mother yesterday. Um, my brother was supposed to be coming, uh, cause he lives in Houston. Um, but I guess, you know, his girlfriend or, you know, whatever she has been displaying some some symptoms so he's probably gonna end up uh not coming this weekend so just be my mom my sister and my niece and uh so yeah i mean i have known quite a few people that have gotten covid19 and now it's like in my well immediate family even though i don't necessarily know that he has it but uh i guess his girlfriend has had some symptoms and he's been around her so uh, they're waiting for the results of her tests so We'll see what happens. But, you know, other than that, things are good. Um, like I mentioned, got internet now, cable guy and internet, whatever, came the other day. Uh, AT&T ended up winning the sweepstakes. Uh, they were able to get their people out here the fastest. Um, so now, you know, we have cable, we got internet, and it's, uh, it's pretty nice. Last week when I went to upload this show, it took me, like, usually it takes about, I don't know, two minutes, if that, for the... Uh, the show to upload up onto the site that hosts it last week it took me over an hour because i was trying to use my hotspot and i was trying to do it from my phone and it was just it wasn't working so it took me a lot of effort last week to be able to get the show um up and onto the hosting site but you know now i got this super fast internet so once i'm done and i'm able to um upload the show it'll take no time i'm actually recording it um you know a little bit later than uh than I usually um, plan to, but, uh, you know, just had to take care of some stuff today, but, you know, whatever, um, I'm just happy that I'm actually able to, uh, to be able to, to post the show, to record a show on time on a Monday, so I promised you guys last week that I was definitely gonna, uh, put out a show, you know, this week on Monday, and, and here we are, so, um, without further ado, um, 
let's get to the the most important thing of the uh, the football world, at least from where I stand. Uh, I talked about it last week, said that it was almost a foregone conclusion, but now it is certain VFB Stuttgart will be back in the Bundesliga next season. So I know, you know, probably not a lot of Stuttgart fans that listen to this show, but uh, I'm excited about it and I'm ready for um, for Stuttgart to be back in the uh, in the Bundesliga. I I can't wait. I mean, you know, th- yes, they only spent one season in the second Bundesliga, but you know, I remember you know, because I spent a lot of time living in Stuttgart, and I remember this one run route that I would do, and there was this sticker that was on this, like, uh, it was a streetlight pole or whatever, and it had a big old Stuttgart logo on it, and I don't remember exactly what it said. Now I would be able to read it perfectly, but back then I couldn't really read the entire thing, but it said, essentially, it said in German, Niemals die zweite Liga which means never the second league. And I guess at that point, you know, it's been so many years since, and Stuttgart had never been relegated. Um, well, up to that point at least. And uh, I remember running past it, like, and just, you know, seeing it constantly and thinking, yes, they're never, it's never going to happen. Because, you know, just imagine like, Stuttgart's not on the level of Bayern, but just imagine Bayern getting, you know, relegated to the second division. And, uh, you know, how impactful that would be against the fans. And for the longest time, you know, Stuttgart was able to say that, you know, with teams like Hamburg, too, and Hanover, um, that they've never been in the second division or would never go to the second division. And then a few seasons ago, it happened. And it was devastating. Like, it was, it's just something that you don't expect to happen, you know? I mean, in American sports, we don't really have an equivalent. But uh, in, in, you know, most leagues in football, relegation is a, is a huge possibility for, for teams. And it was just you know, unfortunate that it ended up happening to Stuttgart and, uh, you know, they were able to rebound, go back up the following season. They actually won the second Bundesliga that, that season that they were in it. And, uh, you know, they bounced right back up and, you know, when it happened again, I mean, this is the second time in four years that they, you know, went down to the second division. And so now for them to be going back up, hopefully, 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 hopefully it, uh, you know, it won't happen again. Hopefully they'll, you know, invest um, in some some decent players. Take the time to get the team to where it should be. Stuttgart should never, at any point, in my opinion. Yes, I'm a fan, but in my opinion, they should never ever be in the second Bundesliga. They, they should never, you know, ever be a question of them even being close to getting relegated. And then last year, you know, they were almost, you know, safe to stay in the the, the Bundesliga, but then they ended up in the relegation playoff. Played against Union Berlin, you know, we lost, and uh, we had to play in the second division. And, you know, I said it earlier this season that I thought, actually I think it was at the beginning of the the Bundesliga season in uh, 2019, that Union Berlin would stay up. They did stay up, but whatever. I'm talking about Stuttgart right now. Um, Stuttgart lost their final match against Darmstadt. It was also uh, Mario Gomez's final game. I read today that uh, he's decided he's not going to play in the MLS. He's decided to end his career. And, you know, he's just going to retire. Who knows what he'll do next? Maybe there'll be some coaching. Maybe there'll be some commentating. Who knows? Maybe he'll, you know, get a job with Stuttgart. Who knows? But um, Mario Gomez retired. 
Uh, he's three-time Bundesliga champion, two-time uh, Deutsche Pokal winner, two-time uh, DFL Super Cup winner. He won the Champions League once. He won the Turkish Super League once. And in 2007, he was um, the German Footballer of the Year. So, and he managed, you know, despite Stuttgart losing, um, he managed to uh, to score a goal in his final game. So, you know, congrats to him. Great career. You know, hopefully he's able to uh, share that knowledge and that experience with, you know, a, some club. It would be great if he stayed in Stuttgart. You know, I know I talked a lot of trash about him, you know, him not being fast and, you know, whatever, you know, but, you know, he's 34 years old. It's going to happen. Um, but, you know, his his contributions to Stuttgart and, you know, helping the team get back to the Bundesliga um, is definitely not something that uh, any Stuttgart fan will take for granted at all. So, um, so let's see. The uh, second Bundesliga, Arminia Bielefeld finished on top. VFB Stuttgart finished in second. Heidenheim finished in third, so they are going to be in the promotion playoff. They will play against uh, Werder Bremen um, from the from the Bundesliga. Um, and at the bottom, uh, we got Nuremberg's in 16th. They'll play in the relegation playoff against whoever finishes in third in the the third league. Vihen uh, Wiesbaden or SV Wiesbaden, they got relegated. I'm excited about it. They've managed to somehow beat Stuttgart two times this season. Um, so I have no issues with them getting relegated. Uh, they finished in 17th place, and then Dynamo Dresden actually finished in last. Um, so they will be going down to the third league. You know, they're a pretty good team last season. This season, not so much. You know, and then they had all those issues with, you know, players testing positive for COVID. Um, so, you know, hopefully they'll, they're, they're able to bounce back over the next uh, couple of years. But, you know, we'll see. So. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm super excited that Stuttgart uh, is going back up to the Bundesliga. I, I can't uh, I can't wait for next season. So, all right. Speaking of the Bundesliga, um, everybody knows how it finished. Or excuse me, everybody knows who the winner was, I should say. Um, Bayern Munich finished on top. Uh, you know, no real surprise there. Um, Borussia Dortmund finished in second. Uh, RB Leipzig finished in third, and then Borussia Mönchengladbach finished in fourth. So those are the uh, Champions League group stage automatic qualifiers, um, you know, one through four in Germany. In fifth place, we had Bayer Leverkusen, and in sixth place, we had Hoffenheim. Those two are automatically in the Europa League group stages. And now, because Bayern and Leverkusen are both in the Deutsche Pokal final, typically uh, the winner of the Deutsche Pokal goes to the Europa League, but because Bayern and Leverkusen have already qualified for Europe, um, the seventh place team, which is Wolfsburg at the moment, or, well, not at the moment, but Wolfsburg finished in seventh, so they will uh, go into Europa League qualifying in the second round. Um, down at the bottom of the table for um, the Bundesliga, like I mentioned, Werder Bremen will be playing against Heidenheim in that uh, relegation promotion playoff, depending on which side you're looking at it from. Uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf, they finished in 17th, and Paderborn uh, finished in you know 18th, last place. So they'll be going back down to the uh, back down to the second Bundesliga. So that's how that finished out for the Bundesliga. You know, it's a good season for for Dortmund, um, RB Leipzig, and and uh, Bayern Munich. And don't forget Mönchengladbach. I mean, they're they're going to be in the Champions League, and at one point this season they were on top of the Bundesliga. Um, so all those teams had a pretty good year, I would say. And, 
you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Champions League will be um, coming up. All right. Moving on to the Premier League. I'm just going to go over the uh, just the table for the uh, Premier League because, you know, it's it's over. Liverpool has already been crowned champions. Um, but after 32 match days, uh, Liverpool sitting on top um, with 86 points. They've already won the league. doesn't matter. Uh, Man City's in second with 63 points. They're 23 points behind. Um, Leicester City's in third with 55 points. Chelsea's in fourth with 54. Wolves in fifth with 52. Then you got Man United uh, with 49. And then Tottenham with uh, 45 points. Now at the bottom of the table, we got West Ham with 27. They're in 17th. Uh, In 18th, we got Bournemouth with 27. Ashton Villa is in 19th with 27. And Norwich City is in last with 21 points. So, um, yes, Liverpool's already won the league. Man City, there's nothing they can do. You know, Man City is still, I mean, they're going to finish in a Champions League spot uh, unless they have a complete collapse. But it may not matter because, you know, unless the uh, the court for arbitration and sport rules in their favor, Man, U, excuse me, Man City next year is not going to be playing in the Champions League um, for violation of uh, financial fair play. Um, they basically just did an overvaluation of sponsorship deals and, uh, they, they got caught. So, um, but on Thursday we have Liverpool playing against Man City. Now I'm assuming that Liverpool is going to put, you know, the same normal team out, but they may not because there's really no reason to, but also because there's no, um, there's no championships like national team, uh, or excuse me, continental championships this year. Um, they may put out their full team. I can't see why not. I definitely think that Man City will. Um, so on Thursday, that's my game of the week in the Premier League. Um, Liverpool uh, on the road being hosted by Man City. So that should be a, a pretty decent match, I would think. Um, but yeah, that's how you know it's looking after match day 32. Um, there's actually a game today, I believe. Uh, let's see, Ashton Villa and Wolves. Um, by the time of recording, that match hasn't happened yet. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that, uh, how that works out, if it changes the table at all. All right, moving on to La Liga. Um, haven't been able to watch any of the La Liga matches, um, since I moved into my house. I haven't really had the chance to watch any, um, any real football matches since I, uh, since I moved here, um, you know, not having internet, you know, that kind of slowed things down just a little bit, but, uh, hopefully this weekend I'll be able to catch them this weekend coming up, but, uh, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm still trying to figure out with my whole cable thing, how I can link, you know, cause I have like the Fox soccer match thing. And then I have, you know, some other stuff, um, trying to figure out how to put all that onto the TV or onto that AT&T TV or whatever. So eventually I'm going to have, everything and be able to watch Bundesliga, Champions League, you know, uh, Premier League, whatever, whatever, but I'm still trying to work out those kinks. Plus, you know, there's no, um, there's no more Bundesliga. Um, and obviously there's not going to be any international matches for the foreseeable future, but, um, all right, I'm rambling. So, um, let's see after, uh, for this weekend, we had, uh, Sevilla one, Real Valladolid one, Athletic Club three, uh, Real Mallorca won. Uh, Celta Vigo and Barcelona surprisingly played to a 2-2 draw. 
actually read that there was a little bit of a, you know some some locker room beef going on between some of the players and um, the Barcelona manager. Um, have to look up and see what the results of that were. Uh, let's see, Asasuna two, uh, Leganis one, Atletico Madrid two, Alaves one, Levante four, Real Betis two, Villarreal two, Valencia zero, Granada one, Ibar two. Uh, Espanol 0, Real Madrid 1, and let's see, Getafe 2, Real uh, Sociedad 1. So um, I wrote my notes for this uh, before this game happened. So um, as of right now, the way the table stands, it's Real Madrid. Well, I wrote my notes before that Getafe, so Real Sociedad game. Um, but anyway. Uh, top of the table, we got Real Madrid with 71 points. Barcelona's in second with 69. Uh, Atletico Madrid's in third with 58. Uh, Sevilla is in fourth with 54. Uh, Villarreal's in fifth with 51. And then Getafe, at the time that I wrote my notes, they was uh, they had 49 points, but now they will be up to 52. So actually, Getafe will be in fifth place now, and Villarreal will be in sixth. So they just basically jumped over them. Um, that's after 32, 32 matches. Um, bottom of the table, we got uh, Real Mallorca uh, with 26 points. Uh, Leganis in 19th with 25 points. And then Espanol, surprisingly, is in last place with 24 points. Um, this coming weekend, or the next match day, um, we got Atletico Madrid hosting Barcelona. And I mean, to me, that looks like that's probably the game of the week. That would probably be the best match available um, in La Liga. So we'll see how that how that plays out. You know, Barcelona kind of screwed themselves. Now they're two points back, and you know, I don't know. We'll see if they if they're able to catch uh, Real Madrid. You know, even though um, season is you know it's coming to coming to an end, but uh, there's still quite a few matches left. Uh, let's see. So, match day 34. Hmm. Well, we'll have Real Madrid playing Athletic Club. And that would probably be game of the week four. Not this coming week, but the following week. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Syria. Uh, they're at match day 29. Uh, let's see. For, so, for match day 28, excuse me, we had Juventus 4, Lecce 0. Brescia and Genoa play to a 2-2 draw. Caligari 4, Torino 2. Lazio 2, Fiorentina 1. AC Milan 2-0 over Roma. Uh, Atalanta picking up a win on the road against Udinese 3-2. Sassuolo and Hellas Verona play to a 3-3 draw. Uh, Sampdoria lost at home to Bologna 2-1. Uh, Napoli 3, Spal 1. And then Inter Milan went to Parma and got a win on the road, two to one. All right. So as it stands uh, in Syria, Juventus still on top of the table, 69 points. Their next match is against Genoa. Lazio is in second with 65 points. They play at Torino next. Uh, Inter Milan's in third with 61 points. They play against Brescia. Uh, Atalanta's in fourth with 57. They'll be hosting Napoli. Roma's in fifth with 48. They'll be hosting Udinese. And Napoli is in sixth. And as I mentioned, they'll be playing at 
at Atlanta for match day 29. Um, still see Juventus winning that with no issues. Um, I did pick them like I I, th- I mentioned this often, but I picked them to win the Champions League as well. You know, we'll see how that whole thing plays out. But I, I still definitely do think that uh, Juventus will end up winning Serie A. I'm going to have to go back because I don't remember exactly who I picked to win the Premier League. I probably picked Man City, and I was clearly wrong there. I know I picked Bayern to win the Bundesliga. Um, In La Liga, I don't remember who I picked. I will have to look. I have to go back. I'm pretty sure I said Barcelona, but uh, I will definitely have to to look back on that and see. But I know that in Ligue 1, I definitely picked PSG, and they definitely did win. So... All right, let's see. What else do I have here? Uh, FA Cup. Um, So FA Cup quarterfinals. uh, We had Norwich City 1, Manchester United 2, Sheffield United 1, Arsenal 2, Leicester City 0, Chelsea 1, and then Newcastle 0, Man City 2. Setting up semifinals of, which will be at Wembley now, um, Arsenal versus Manchester City. And then Manchester United versus Chelsea. Um, so you got you know two London teams versus the two Manchester teams. This could potentially set up two types of derbies. Either we have a London derby, Arsenal versus Chelsea, or we have a Manchester derby, uh, Man City or Man United. Or you know they could mix it up, and you know it could end up being Chelsea versus Man City, or you know Arsenal versus Man United. I guess we'll see. But both of those matches will be played on the 18th of July down at Wembley. All right, so after that, I am going to uh, take a quick break. Uh, I'll be back in a moment. So, uh, like I mentioned on the previous episode, I haven't been able to really play um, FIFA too much. And when I was able to play, I was playing uh, mostly career mode, you know, because I didn't have internet. And now, you know, I was having to deal with the kids, like, fighting, wanting to play, whatever, because we only had one TV. Um, yesterday, I went and scooped up a new one. Hopefully, the kids will be able to, to share that or, you know, play on their other devices or whatever it is they're going to do. And I'll be able to get... Uh, you know, a little FIFA, especially some FIFA online um, going, but we'll see. Not holding my breath, but uh, and then this weekend is gonna be busy. I got family coming, um, so we'll see. But uh, you know, it's it's almost July. My birthday is actually coming up soon, um, which means that you know, I'm only gonna get to really play FIFA for like another like two months before um, FIFA 21 comes out. Haven't watched any trailers for it yet. I don't know if there is one out. Um, but you know, I, it's the one game that I that I really really look forward to every year, even though it does seem to disappoint sometimes because you know they don't really change anything. Hopefully, you know, because like I'm a, I'm a huge career mode person, so hopefully they'll add more, uh, just just some more detail in career mode. You know, allow players to take more control over the clubs that they take over, or you know, just the budgets, sponsorships, you know, whatever. Um, 
but like I mentioned, and you know, it's like a huge community of people that play career mode. And every year we're always like, oh, I'm not going to buy it this year because they're not going to change anything. But then always end up buying it anyway, because I don't know, you just, they change like one little thing or, um, it's usually just some tiny little thing they'll change that'll make you want to, uh, want to buy it. But, um, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, you know, what, what I really want is for them to come up with something that's more like, uh, NBA 2K, uh, cause that game has a lot of detail in it. But like, I, I always hear people saying, um, FIFA has, I don't know how many leagues in it, um, Madden and then like NBA 2K or even NHL, um, those games only focus on one one league, so they can have all this, you know, detail about players, and uh, you know, jerseys and stadiums and relocating teams, and you just have more uh, more control. And you know, it'd be nice to be able to do that. You know, it, it's funny though because PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, they have games like Red Dead Redemption or that Spider-Man game that came out on PS4, and they have so much. Uh, data that you know is required for those games to upload onto your system. FIFA doesn't have like a it, well to me I don't know it doesn't seem like it's like that big of a game but they could expand it you know especially for, for people like career mode those people that want to play FIFA Ultimate Team and you know spend the money and buying all these packs or whatever they're doing they could they could care less about having you know all this extra detail and fan stats and or player stats and blah 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 but the people like me that solely focus on playing career mode, you know, we would greatly appreciate it if, you know, EA would uh, would listen to the to the players and, you know, just give us something because we haven't been thrown a bone in in a really long time. You know, my son says that like FIFA 13 or 14 may have been 15 uh, was like the last good FIFA. And he says that, that since then he he hates them. He, he calls them all trash games and he refuses to play them. Um, and you know, my son was, was really good. I'm sure he's still good now. It's one of those things when you're in that, those teen years where you can pick up a game and, you know, just be good at it. But, um, you know, I'm kind of rambling, but you know, I do play a lot of FIFA, so it would be nice if, uh, if EA actually did that for us, you know, to be able to, uh, you know, just give us something, you know, every year they seem to improve something for the the people that are playing ultimate team, maybe because that's where the money is. That's where they're gaining money from that. And the people that are just playing, you know, uh, career mode, you know, a lot of those people play offline, um, that those people don't make up a huge part of the, uh, you know, the, the, the money generating, um, buyers of the game. They, they pay their $60 for the game once and they never put anything else in. And, you know, that's how it used to always be. That was the only type of player you had. Now you have these players that are willing to, I don't know, throw money at a game to try to win or to make their team better. Um, I don't know. I guess we just want to be included in it. You know, it'd be so nice. Just and FIFA would really only have to do it. Like I hate to say it, but they don't have to do it like once every three or four years. Just make a game that's totally focused on the career mode players, the guys that are playing offline and they have no idea how far that would go and how they'd be able to, you know, keep us hooked. You know, all you have to do is just let us know that you're listening to us every once in a while and, um, uh, we'd be good. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that. It's, it's something that's 
that bothers me. You know, there's like these groups of people, um, especially on like Reddit, that that's all they do is play career mode, and people are just constantly complaining about how FIFA doesn't, or not FIFA, but excuse me, EA doesn't care because we're not generating any money. So another thing I wanted to talk about, this is totally unrelated to FIFA or video games or whatever, but um, the relegation system in the Bundesliga. So obviously the Bundesliga is like the league that I follow the closest because, you know, Stuttgart, well, the first and second Bundesliga because Stuttgart's my team. And, you know, I spent a lot of time in Germany. So um, one of the things that I don't like, and yes, I understand that we were victims of it last year, but we, we wouldn't have been if the system was the way that I'm about to mention. So in the Premier League, um, bottom three teams automatically get relegated. There's no way to save yourself. If you're in the bottom three, you're getting relegated. In the championship, uh, top two teams automatically qualify, and then teams three, four, five, and six fight for that one promotion spot to get up to the Premier League. It's a lot of money for a team coming from the championship. You know, they get up to the to the Premier League, and you know the the lives of the the club, the people just change because you have like a huge injection of that that uh, TV rights money and you know it can completely change a club in the Bundesliga it's not like that so the bottom two teams automatically get relegated from the Bundesliga in the second Bundesliga the top two teams automatically get promoted but then in the Bundesliga the team that finishes in 16th place will play in a relegation playoff for the team in the Bundesliga in a promotion playoff for the team in the second Bundesliga. So the third place team has to play the third place team in the second Bundesliga has to play the 16th team in the Bundesliga. Whoever wins that home and away, uh, those fixtures, they either move. If you're in the second Bundesliga, you get promoted. If you're in the, uh, the Bundesliga and you win, then you stay where you are. And to me, I just think it's kind of trash that if you finish third in your, uh, in your league, that then you have to play one of the one of the worst teams in the division above you, but they that team already has more money. They probably have better players. Yes, they finished low in their division, but they're probably already better than you. Now, Stuttgart fell victim to this last year. Um, Stuttgart was on a decline for a long time. You know, I can go on and on and on about you know how they got screwed last year, whatever. But Union Berlin, who they played last year and lost to, that team wanted it. You know, it was their first time uh, even being in a position to, to fight to get to the Bundesliga, and they, they took full advantage of it. Stuttgart was not able to do it. Um, however, yes, even though I'm a Stuttgart fan, Stuttgart was playing so bad last year that they should have just automatically been relegated. They, they should have they shouldn't even been given the opportunity to fight to be able to stay up in the Bundesliga. On the flip side, Union Berlin and then, you know, the teams that finished below them, probably should have played in a playoff um, to see who was going to get promoted. You know, if if you're not going to do it that way, then just make the top three teams from the second league automatically get promoted, just like the bottom three teams in the Bundesliga would automatically get demoted. I just think that that, that relegation promotion playoff game, I think it's kind of, I think it's outdated. I don't think it's fair. And um, I just think that, I don't know. You, you could also, like, just like they do in, in England, if you do do that promotion system, yeah, I just said do do. If you do that promotion system, um, where you take three, four, five, and six from the second league and have them play, you know, I don't like to look at at football as like you know, I don't know, like a product, but it is. I mean, you're selling that product to people to buy it. Um, 
you're you're producing you know if, if you do home and away for the the semifinals for the promotion um that's that's five extra games that you can put on tv you have the two semifinal uh, home and aways and then you have the final for who is going to get promoted you know because right now you only have those two matches with the relegation slash promotion playoff you know yeah i know it's money blah, blah blah people don't like to bring that into the game but you know ultimately that's what a lot of this is about anyway but i think that that would be more interesting for the fans me personally i think it would be more fair especially for the teams in the second bundesliga and uh you know you won't run into a situation where a team that probably doesn't deserve to stay in the bundesliga gets to stay so we'll see what happens with this uh, with this year between heidenheim and uh inverted bremen I, I, me personally, I think Werder Bremen is going to end up staying in the Bundesliga. I just don't see them losing to Heidenheim. I mean, but I was saying the same thing last year. There was no way Union Berlin was going to beat Stuttgart. So we'll see. There is always, there is always that part to it too. So, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but I do think that 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 change needs to be, it needs to be made. Um, another thing that you know, I'm just randomly talking here I'm well past my notes at this point um the club world cup <laughs> I'm still so mad like you know coronavirus messed up a whole bunch of stuff it completely screwed up everything just like the 2020 world cup was 2022 world cup was going to do uh coronavirus completely screwed up everything and I get it you know it's a pandemic people are dying football is the last thing on a lot of people's minds but I might have been one of the few people that was really 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 excited about the uh the 2021 version of the fifa club world cup i know the european teams aren't really you know they don't really care about it european teams were talking about boycotting it or whatever i was really excited about it i didn't like the format because they want to do like eight groups of three teams or whatever which i think is trash i think they should just turn it into a tournament just like the euros you take 24 teams and you do you know the 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 six groups and you know just go from there um but, you know, now because of COVID, we've already lost Copa America. We lost the Euros this year. Uh, we'll see how it affects the AFCON, Africa Cup of Nations coming up, which will be, they're moving it back to winter. Uh, so that'll, that'll be in January. Um, but we'll see. But I really, really wanted to see that. Like, just being able to see a huge tournament where you have, that's not the Champions League, and then you get to see, you know, teams from all over the world, club teams from all over the world get to play against each other to see which club team is the best club team in the world. It would only happen every four years. I don't know what FIFA's backup plan is now, um, you know, but hopefully they're they're still able to uh, to work it to get it to be played. It won't be next year, obviously, because of the Copa America, um, the uh, the Euros will be happening in the summer of 2021. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe they could probably do it. No, they won't be able to do it in in 22. So maybe they'll continue with the same format, even though the 2022 World Cup is going to mess up that because it'll be during the winter. Um, but I, I really do hope that they hold on to that and that they just change the uh, the groups. Or it's not just, you know, eight groups of three. Instead, it'll be six groups of four. That, that would make me so happy to be able to see that. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a sucker for, for stuff like that. But I, I want to be able to see... You know the best teams best club teams in the world play against each other even though you know a lot of people think that most of them are from europe south america has some really really good teams so and you know then the teams from you know asia too to be able to uh to get in on that you know 
I'm, I'm hoping that it that it still happens in, in one form or another um, but we'll see so huh, yeah that's a lot but you know it is what it is I hope uh, I don't know I just hope that 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 happens but in the meantime I'm just hoping the football can get back to you know the way that it the way that it was um, we'll see how things are you know the I guess the season was officially supposed to be ending you know tomorrow this would be the last day of the season um, for teams in Europe um, usually the transfer window would open on July 1st it doesn't look like that's going to happen um, or if it does it'll be modified because you know Europe is still playing uh, not Europe but Italy is still playing Spain is still playing I don't know we'll uh, we'll see how it goes um, yeah but I'm looking forward to see exactly how they how they're going to remedy that uh, so I see with like the player contracts and yeah I've been I've been listening to this this other podcast um, not ready to mention the name of it yet but um, I've been talking a lot about like the the behind the scenes and like the financial aspects of football and I mean that stuff is amazing to me like I'm not an accountant I don't really like math at all but just you know the intricacies of it are just it's amazing to me some of the stuff that I I've learned so much from listening to this this podcast that um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty amazing it can be a little boring because they're not really talking about players too much they're not they're talking about clubs but it's all financial so um, I don't know it, it's just opened my eyes to some stuff about the game and you know, especially with everything that's going on now with the COVID and how it's extending contracts and leagues and, you know, leagues folding and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but it's really interesting. So um, after I, you know, get a few more episodes down, you know, under my belt, then I'll uh, let you guys know the name of that. I'm sure you could probably find it anyway. But um, so, yeah, um, I'm going to end this now. Um, I hope you guys have a uh, have a great week. I will definitely be back next Monday and I'm have cable now I have internet so I'm definitely going to be watching some games this week even if I have to DVR them which is something I have never I haven't said ever on this podcast I don't think uh, even if I have to DVR them um, I will be watching games um, you know just just because I can still still working from home still doing the telework thing so I do have the time um, well maybe so anyway thank you guys for listening uh, as always, contact information it will be in the show description. Um, have a great week. Watch some football if you can. For my fellow Americans, I hope you have a, a safe and happy Fourth uh, of July weekend. Just be safe, be smart, and you know, enjoy the time with your family. Don't do anything crazy with the fireworks. You know, want everybody to have ten fingers um, while they're listening next week. Um, but yeah. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys on Monday. All right, thanks. Bye.